Welcome to Sermons from St. Paul's Lutheran Church of Minot, North Dakota. St. Paul's is anchored in the message of Christ crucified for the forgiveness of sins, for the church and for the world. The following sermon is from Rev. Dr. Matthew Richard. The epistle is from Romans chapter 6. I'm speaking in human terms because of your natural limitations. For just as you once presented your members as slaves to impurity and to lawlessness leading to more lawlessness, so now present your members as slaves to righteousness leading to sanctification. When you were slaves of sin, you were free in regard to righteousness. But what fruit were you getting at that time from the things of which you are now ashamed? The end of those things is death. But now that you have been set free from sin and have become slaves of God, the fruit you get leads to sanctification and its end, eternal life. For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. This is the word of the Lord. In the name of Jesus, amen. My friends, it has been said before that we humans, yes, each and every one of you, are like a horse with a saddle on your back. And with these saddles, each of us has someone or something riding on our backs. So depending on who is in the saddle, well, the direction, the course, and the outcome of our lives may be drastically different. Now, this example of us being like a horse with someone riding on us, keep in mind, is extremely offensive. Indeed, it is extremely offensive in our modern day and age, to our modern sensibilities. The reason being, we are taught to believe that we are autonomous, independent people. That is to say, each of us are taught that we have this absolute right to do whatever we want, think whatever we want, and be whatever we want without anyone telling us otherwise. We like to imagine, yes, we like to imagine that we are a wild stallion without a saddle. We, we like to imagine that we are, we are galloping free in the rugged frontier of life, going where we want, when we want, and blazing our own trails. But what if I told you that the belief that you and I are free, independent, wild stallions without any saddles is really a myth. Yes, what if I told you it was a myth? In fact, what if I told you that it is completely possible to think you are wild and free when in reality you are not? That is, it is completely possible to think that you are a wild stallion, but in reality you have a madman saddled on your back, steering you into so-called freedom to gallop off of a cliff unto death. Dear friends, in our epistle reading from Romans, the Apostle Paul states that we are indeed not free. Even if we think we are, Otherwise stated, there's no such thing as complete freedom, for either we have sin on our saddle or we have the Lord Jesus Christ on our saddle. 
Paul is saying that every single human being is a slave either to sin or a slave unto Christ. It is one or the other. There is no in-between. You and I either have a rider named sin or a rider named Christ. But you and I, we may object to this. Indeed, we, we may find ourselves objecting to this and saying, you know, nah, we are free. We do what we want, when we want, and nobody tells us otherwise. There is no saddle, for I have no master except myself. Yes, we may think this is true. But my friends, how do we know that this is not the voice of the one already sitting on our saddles? What if we are so used to the one sitting on our backs that we do not recognize that we are under the spell of another? And what if we fail to recognize that we are merely repeating what is already whispered in our ears? Dear friends, the idea that we are autonomous and free and independent beings is exactly the voice of Get this, it is exactly the voice and the message of sin. Permit me an opportunity to explain. You see, sin is really nothing more than lawless anarchy. Sin is all about you and I doing what we want, whenever we want, and not showing any concern for our neighbor and especially for God Almighty. Sin which rides on our backs is all about you and I doing whatever makes us happy. Sin, it looks to our desires, our appetites, our wants, and it gets offended when anybody else stands in our way. Sin is all about deceiving us to think that we are free, wild stallions, able to pursue whatever will bring us life, but in reality, well, we are pursuing death. This is what it truly looks like to be enslaved, thinking we are freely pursuing life, but in reality, we are bound in death. This is what it looks like to be a slave to sin. Consider our Old Testament reading as well from this morning. In Genesis chapter 2, the Lord God created Adam and Eve and gave them all good things. Adam and Eve were placed in a beautiful garden to work the garden and to keep it. In the garden, Adam and Eve, they were in harmony with God, harmony with one another, in harmony with the land. Everything was perfect. Everything was good. The Lord God, though, he gave them a command to eat of every tree in the garden except one, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And as the story goes, Adam and Eve, they disregarded God's word and they looked to the appetite of their eye, resulting in them eating that forbidden fruit. In other words, instead of trusting God's word, Adam and Eve, they took the fruit because it was delightful to their eye. And ever since then, sin, like a virus, has infected each and every one of us, all of humanity, resulting in mankind pursuing whatever he or she thinks will bring the ultimate delight. So when we humans disregard God's word and think we are freely pursuing whatever is delightful to our eyes, we are in reality not independent wild stallions, but a burdened horse with sin on our saddles being led to destruction. And sin, well, when sin has us pursuing the appetites of our gut and the aspirations of our feelings, we are not free, but we are slaves. 
When our mind is set on vacuous, empty things, and when we glory in our shame, well, sin neither has to pull on those reins or kick us with those spurs, but merely give us the impression that we are fine and dandy, that we are free, when in reality we are not. But my friends, we need to pause. We actually, we actually need to wait And let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. You see, this is who you once were. Yes, get this. This is who you once were. Indeed, the Apostle Paul says that you were once presented as members and slaves to sin. In other words, being a slave to sin is a past tense reality, not a present tense reality. It may have been true in the past, but not now for you. You see, you and I were made slaves not to sin but to righteousness when we were baptized into Christ. In your baptisms, sin was actually kicked off of the saddle and guess what? Christ took sin's spot. Sure, it may not feel like this is the case at times since sin still lives in your mortal bodies. However, the present reality is that Christ is on your saddle. Jesus is your master, not sin. You are a slave not to sin, not to anarchy, and not to lawlessness, but Christ and his holiness as a gift. Frankly stated, the sinful nature that you have will always desire autonomy, independence, and freedom, which will ultimately destroy you. But that is not who you belong to. Hear that very clearly this day. That is not who you belong to. As the baptized, Christ rides you. Christ possesses you, not sin. Dear friends, there may be a temptation at times to want so-called freedom from Christ, for we do not typically enjoy being a slave to someone else. But never forget that there are only two options. Either you are a slave to sin or a slave to Christ. Furthermore, do not be deceived when sin entices you with so-called freedom of not having to bother with right thinking or right living, for this does not lead to an inheritance of life, but leads to a pension of death. And so, each and every one of you, you belong to Jesus. Indeed, you belong to Jesus. He is your master, and you are his slave. As a slave to Christ, he leads you in holiness. That is to say, Christ is the one who sits upon your saddle, not to give you so-called freedom unto your destruction, but rather freedom from that very destruction. Furthermore, since you belong to Christ, you are also given Christ's holiness. This holiness, keep in mind, is not conditional, as if you have to be holy to get Christ to be your master, but it is a result of having Christ as your master. Indeed, if Christ is on the saddle, he will lead you into spirit-filled good works as he takes you from your baptism through life to the grave and ultimately to the resurrection. Christ, as your master, begins a good work in you and he promises to keep it unto completion. Even though people may consider freedom to be the ultimate human right, it frankly does not exist except as an evil goal of sin and of a characteristic of the kingdom of darkness. But you, dear baptized saints, this is who you once were. You were slaves to sin and death, but not anymore. 
God be praised. You are now of Christ. Christ is on your saddle. You are slaves to God. And since you belong to the Lord, you have ultimate freedom, not apart from Christ, but freedom in Christ. Freedom in Christ to be the people he created you to be. Freedom in Christ that does not lead to death, but freedom in Christ that leads you to everlasting life. You belong to Christ. He possesses you. God be praised. Amen. Thy strong word bespeaks us righteous, bright with thine own holiness. Thank you for listening to today's podcast sermon. You can access a full manuscript of today's sermon from Pastor Matthew Richard's blog at www.pastormatrichard.org or visit St. Paul's website at www.stpaulsminot.org. The Lord bless and keep you.